Welcome to Germany versus USA. Everyone's feeling it. Everyone knows it. Fall is coming. That also means Halloween. Jim, what are you going to wear? Hi, Alex. <laughs> I, I don't have a good comment because I'm just staring at your your Nashville T-shirt, <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you wearing that shirt? As are you dressed up as a tourist coming to yeah. Music City? Is that <laughs> that's what's going on? Are you not going to comment on your big Nashville T-shirt you're wearing for me to see? I, I didn't even notice right until we started uh, recording because today's like well, today is. Saturday, it's uh, around 8.15 in the evening, my time in Hamburg, Germany. Jim, what's what's your time in Nashville? It's 1.15 in Nashville on a beautiful fall Saturday. So here we oh. are. And actually, uh, yeah, I uh, I used the, the, the time today because it was, wasn't, was a little chilly, but not too cold, didn't rain. So I went outside and I fixed like the chains of the bike and use like oil and clean this stuff. And I love this Nashville shirt. I mean, this is not, like, but that's my usual. I, I work in the garden shirt and that's what I use it for. Uh, oh, nice. No, it's, it's, yeah, I got, you got to have some really good t-shirts like that. That looks like a t-shirt that maybe a mom purchased you, either my mom or your mom or someone yeah, else's it, mom. It looks, it looks very much like, yeah. <laughs> like a gift like that. So I appreciate you rocking it today. Uh, me <laughs> halloween alex that's such a good question you know I'm trying to think back like growing up halloween in the states obviously is a, a pretty big celebration where um you know as a kid you, you you trick or treat you go to neighborhoods people have you know give away candy fruit whatever um you know sometimes you have even now you have like what's called trunk or treat where people do like a tailgate. Sometimes churches do it, but it can be other organizations. So you're all in a big parking lot and mm -hmm. the kids can go. And it's a little more controlled, right? You sign up a little safer. Um, and that was also like but, big in COVID times, right? Because you were outside and didn't have to really approach someone inside and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? Right. And you could even stay in your car um, if you wanted to, like for like really little kids. And so... But yeah, I mean, you know, growing up, did all the kids, <laughs> sorry, kids sorry, stuff. But it does sound a little sketchy as well. <laughs> you meet like in a parking lot, like 20 cars. Like, Give away candy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want my caramel apple? Cool. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, I guess yeah. it makes sense though. No, yeah. So like, I don't know, man. Like growing you know, in college, it's an excuse to party, to drink, you know, to dress up probably. I would say more people than wish to share have probably wore an inappropriate Halloween costume or two in their lives that they go back and go, mm, yep. probably shouldn't have dressed up like that. That was yep. a mistake, myself included. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and then, you know, as an adult, man, I mean, I get, it's been a few years since I've celebrated Halloween, but I ended on a great note because a few years ago, maybe even more than a few years ago, my wife and I won floor tickets to the Foo Fighters on Halloween night at the Ryman Auditorium, which is a world famous. Yeah. And uh, so, that's awesome. you know, no opening band. You just went in, people were dressed up partying. Dave Grohl and Cruel walked out and they're like, Hey, you see that stage clock? We're going to play until it hits zero. And they just started and they just rocked the house for the next three, three and a half hours. And that was a good way to end my Halloween, like, 
going hard now yeah the little human it's more about what she's doing and everything <laughs> like that so what about you i know it's a little different over there right yeah yeah that's what uh, i want to mention that we got an email from band who sent us uh, who told who asked us to talk about halloween a little bit more and he talks a little bit about his experiences in the states as well and had like a, a funny encounter with like a country trooper uh, because he was taking pictures of like Halloween houses. But uh, uh, yeah, thanks, Ben, for that. Uh, I think the first Halloween house in the States, I mean, I, I, I dressed up as Shrek. Like I had <laughs> these. <in> Shrek? <laughs> yeah. In Utah? Yeah, in Utah. Yeah, that was in Utah. Yeah, <laughs> my my host mom. She got like uh, got like the crazy ears. Got like the green color, and uh, I still have picked and like the teeth. I had everything. I mean, I, it looked really, really authentic. Um, Tell me something I don't know about you. I was struck in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but besides that, I mean, I, a couple of friends of ours. They have been. Um, well, she is half American and half German, and. They are doing like a Halloween party uh, every year, like a big one with like I don't know, two hundred people, um, and very, very like in uh, like a in like a parking lot below, uh, uh, like underground parking lot. So it is already like kind of spooky, and um, they do an insane job of like decorating, and it's their like party of the year. Um, and we've gone there like three or four times. Haven't gone in like two or three years, but uh, but that's a little unusual that people like party halloween that intensely here um i'd say most people don't do a lot but yeah if you're in that certain age where you want to find reasons to party and get drunk and celebrate and you know hook up or something yeah then then you're probably going to celebrate halloween um but that's like more in your like 1920 mid late late 20s perhaps early 30s yeah so are haunted houses a big thing which i'm asking this question where you and i've actually been to a haunted house at an amusement park in Germany, like in the middle of the summer. So, <laughs> but really, the, did, did we? Yes, when we went outside of, um, we went outside of Hamburg to that amusement park, and they had oh, the hi the park's are tall. Dee, dee, dee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they had the like haunted house experience. Yeah, but that was middle. an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are haunted houses a, a thing? Uh, I mean, I think we pretty gotta explain what that. Is in perhaps explain what a haunted house is in in, in the U.S. in Halloween because I think most people probably will not be sure. Well, if you've been to Ohio, you understand haunted houses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, haunted houses are a thing. So they will pop up during Halloween season. So you know, mid October all the way through Halloween, and you can pay to go to a haunted house, and it's you know, you're taken on some type of tour, and during that tour. Um, they they try to scare you, right? So, so is it? People, but is 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 it like so? Is it like someone's normal like house where they live in that they basically uh, decorate it as like an old barn? What is it usually, or does it differ? Like it differs, but yes. If you're asking, is it a highly regulated industry? The answer is no. <laughs> <It's a> lot- <laughs> <laughs> so they just kind of pop up, and you never know what's going to happen. And unfortunately, occasionally there. are really terrible accidents because like people are playing with chainsaws (laughs) and bows and arrows and all types of things i I like i like this twist of like american like um leisure things where it's like you can do xyz and it's pretty awesome unfortunately and then always followed by sometimes people die (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, so like the the and they do big like farm like farms will have them or, like corn mazes or old scary barn or or whatever. And so yeah, and like you'll pay and, and go. And uh, some of them are really terrifying. There's even a torture house outside of Nashville, which uh, we'll put the I'll put that information in the show link just because I don't really feel like getting into it too much uh, right now. But like you can pay to be tortured. Um, mm. And it's not it's not like uh, like, you know, it's not deviant. It's like it's even worse than that. Like you literally are like put in this horror and like house of horrors. And there's like a certain level of of terribleness that happens. And somehow it was legal. I think it's actually a little south of the Tennessee border, maybe in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'll put, <laughs> put it in there. So, yes, there's <laughs> anything you want. You you, mm. you can find Um but the, on the best case scenario, it's just a good way to like scare kids if it's yeah not so you might scary. you might have like a haunted house in the neighborhood where people just decided to decorate the, the floor of the living room and like two more rooms and like they go through it and then you go through there and you know things or people scare you right I mean a really good really good or perhaps it's also like a bad example but it's an interesting example of uh, how Halloween is being celebrated is when you have you seen the Modern Family episode where uh, there's a couple actually where they do like yeah. Halloween and then Phil wants to do his awesome land. <laughs> I think like, Claire, Claire's like super into Halloween. It's like yeah. her thing. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. It reminds me like growing up, my, my parents and their like network of friends would rotate um, doing big like parties. And so my family mm-hmm. usually had New Year's Eve. Um, you know, other families may have had like the 4th of July uh, but one of the the kids in in our network, uh, their parents always did Halloween, and they, it was like the like modern family, like Claire. Um, you know, the the mom and dad were super into it. They would decorate their house. It would be awesome. You know, and you'd just have like this great time. But they would go over the top for it. Yeah. Right. So it was big. Yeah, and that's I mean, if you if you haven't seen it, or uh, it's really worth watching the or Google like on YouTube like the. Uh, one of family ha- uh, Halloween episodes. They're really entertaining. Alex, you mentioned with, you know, I love in America, things go well until people die, right? Um, <laughs> it, it actually no. was making me... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made me think of dinner last night. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting at dinner. Actually, let me start this over. Alex, you brought up a great point with how sometimes in the States, things just go a little, little sideways. Um, so last night, I was sitting at dinner with my family. Uh, beautiful weather down here right now. So we were sitting outside, just sitting and about that time. At, pop, at pop, a restaurant pop, 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 or pop, at, home, yeah, at your house? Yeah, at a restaurant, at the restaurant. Okay. About that time, five gunshots, five, six gunshots just were, were, were set off. And they were really close. I mean, they were, they were really, really close. Um, and so <laughs> we're sitting there and these gunshots are all, you know, all go off and you would think what, what's like the natural reaction? Like you would think would happen. Oh. Well, do you want to want me to speak as someone who has no experience in the States or do you want me to <laughs> speak as someone who knows what's going to happen? Uh, right. So my actually, so like the stereotypical experience is like people pull out their own guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's a fair that's a fair thought 
Um, unfortunately for this, because everyone knew that it was not immediately like within the restaurant or anything, or yeah. like you're dealing yeah. with like an active shooter situation, it, it sounded like maybe a road rage incident. Everyone just kept on eating their dinner. No one, nothing no one happened. did. <laughs> nothing happened. And I think it just caught me. It didn't catch me by surprise, but it did make me think because that happened. We were on just for some like, you know, more location lines. We were on the west side of Nashville. Um, and then east side of Nashville kind of has more of a, a sketchy reputation. It's great. It's a cool hip area, but there's also like some more some more violence that happened. And we that, were. That's where Germantown is, right? Well, Germantown is close closer to East Nashville. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, those yeah. those areas kind of pinch yeah. together. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were at a playground a few months ago. Same thing. Heard a bunch of gunshots and sirens. And you know, and I was thinking about like even growing up, where like growing up where I did, you would hear like hunting gunshots. Yeah. Um, but then being in like the city, and I'm like, man, as an American, like I probably shouldn't be so just like ah. Yeah, that's like three blocks, four blocks from here. We're okay. <laughs> We're okay. Someone in between gonna... will have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're never going to make it this close to us. Um, and we're making light of like a very serious, yeah, yeah, sad yeah, yeah. topic. But it's so different, right? Like, Because I could only imagine being in a restaurant in Germany and hearing five, six gunshots popped off and how the reaction would be entirely different. Segwaying back from gunshots, we're going to talk about <laughs> another thing that's, uh, <laughs> well, gambling. I heard there's a couple of changes happening in, in, in the States. Is that true? <laughs> yes, but it takes so much of the fun out of it, Alex, because it's becoming more and more legal here. And, you know, so you can, everyone knows Vegas, right? Yep. Vegas is internationally known. That's where for years it was Vegas or Atlantic City. Those were the places you would, uh, could legally gamble. And now, Atlantic City is uh, on the East Coast, right? East South Coast, of New York? East, yeah. Yep. Yep. East Coast. And uh, so with that said, however, people have always gambled. And yeah. And also, and, and just, just for the, uh, and, and like, didn't like many Native uh, Americans had like certain licenses to uh, have the casinos also, like all over the places? Right. And so that's what I was saying. So there was one the other area that you can gamble is a lot of the uh, Native Americans have gambling rights, I guess mm -hmm. would be the, the term for it. But on, on their reservations, um, you could have Indian-owned casinos, right? And mm. so in Mississippi, all the casinos are owned by different uh, tribes, and you can go in and gamble there. And then it's a percent of the proceeds go back into their mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. um, and there's tax breaks. Um, now you can get into the, is that okay? Is that, you know, and that the so short answer is- So we took your land, but you can gamble, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> the short answer is no, but that's a whole nother- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another topic. Too deep into that. <laughs> yeah, that where you can gamble. But, you know, the bulk of gambling has always been- I got a buddy who knows somebody who knows mm -hmm. somebody who will like keep a book for you, right? And I can give an example uh, when I when I first moved to Nashville, and I don't gamble um, really anymore. 
but um, I used to not that like I, I had a problem or anything. I just, but, I just uh, don't do it. But can the, you uh, can you give like a couple like, examples of what you guys like? F like what would be like an illegal or like if if you say you know it sounds like you've been around people who do that. <laughs> you know, like I mean, you you know people who do that at least, right? Uh, what what like specifically would they do? Would they play like poker or is that already considered gambling for money or uh, what's the... Yeah, so you may have like some like underground poker games, right? Uh, but like, what I was referring uh, to... Okay. But is that already was, illegal? Yes. So it's illegal. Oh. So an underground poker game is illegal if the house takes a cut, right? So ah, if okay. the... The house gets a percent or a point or whatever on on the mm -hmm. game. That's when it becomes illegal. If it's mm -hmm. just a bunch of buddies like playing uh, for mm -hmm. fun, that's that's not illegal. Oh, okay, but there's good, a okay. there, there's a fine line where it starts getting into some legality, mm -hmm. right? Um, but like example, when when I first uh, moved to Nashville, you know, I was meeting people. And, you know, one way to be social is like, you know, obviously like sports, betting on sports a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I, I met someone who knew somebody that, you know, would keep a book. And so keeping a book basically means you can say, hey, Alex, I want to, you know, give me the Jets this weekend or whatever, which would be terrible because they're always awful. But then mm -hmm. you can bet through them directly. And so the way like this was set up was you could set up your, your ins or outs so basically, if you won X amount of money, say like four hundred dollars, but because I think this is for like this is super interesting for Germans, because or at least for people who like me who have no idea what you're talking about, like <laughs> like the bookkeeper, and you've always seen like in these American movies where you know there's this this random guy guy who has like this book and he's just shouting and like people are shouting at him for like different bets. So can you uh, uh, be a little bit more specific on like how that would work? How your friends told you how it supposedly works. <laughs> yes. So if your book, I mean, if you, so they will set a sports line, right? So Vegas will set a, a line of a game. So an example, um, two famous NFL franchises that most mm -hmm. people will know, you know, the Patriots and Green Bay, right? Yeah. And let's say the Patriots are favored to win, you know, by seven points. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, at that point, they may have a like a a minus seven or plus seven or, you know, whatever the, the spread is. And then you can bet on it. And so a bookie, illegal bookie may say, hey, I know the national spread is seven, but I'll give you this game for six and a half or I'll give you this game for you know, seven and a half or whatever, mm -hmm. which is real dangerous as a bookie, because if you start messing with the lines, you're you're probably going to get bit by someone who's smarter at gambling. Right. But they'll, they'll set the line and then they will have, you know, cash ins, cash outs. So you could as a gambler, you could go to that bookie and say, hey, every time I'm up four hundred dollars with you, you pay me. Right. Or every mm -hmm. time I'm down four hundred dollars, I have to pay you. So it's not mm -hmm. always like a, a single source transaction. Okay. You know, a lot of times yeah. betting is small. I mean, there's yeah. some major bets, but a lot of times people are betting twenty, thirty dollars on a game. You know, mm -hmm. obviously people bet a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, just depending on, on your comfort level. But so <laughs> my example, when I was betting in some games, like I never met this guy. 
I just had them in my phone as so-and-so bookie, um, which really drove me crazy because you know how I like clean my contacts and I like yeah, first, yeah, last yeah. name, yeah. address. Yeah. Um, and so. Company uh, bookie. <laughs> yeah. So I, I foolishly one night was out on a date with my, my now wife and we would have like set drops where like you would leave money or pick up money and it was always like a different, a different area. And Seriously? So we like, yeah. And so we were Dude, like, that's so, that's so sketchy. <laughs> yeah. that's, so weird. How did they, weird. how did the police know you're not like picking up money from drugs? Well, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. both illegal, right? <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. And uh, yeah. so we were, you know, driving through a neighborhood one time or, or like going to dinner. I was like, oh, hey, hold on. We got we to dip through here real quick. So like I dipped through, hopped out of my car. Sprinted up, went back to like an HVAC behind the HVAC, grabbed my envelope of money. I was like, all right, we're going to pay for my date. And I got back <laughs> in the car. <laughs> and my now wife was like, what? Yeah, is exactly. That? Exactly. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, don't worry about it. My so-and-so told me this guy's real. He's he's a stand-up guy. We don't have to worry about. We don't have to worry it's a real about trooper. That. Real trooper. <laughs> real trooper. My buddy who met his friend at a wedding who knew his cousin <laughs> says is A-OK. <laughs> yeah, so, Here, I have it in my dress book. It's called Bookie. It's, it's called Bookie. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. Different number each week. It's a little bit of a headache to keep my contacts clean. Um But no, so like that was like, you know, years ago. And now fast forward, gambling is becoming more and more legal, Mm. depending on the state you're in. So in Tennessee, there's now legalized sports betting um, and you can bet on college or pro, Mm -hmm. but it's obnoxious because now all these commercials are always just in your face about, you know, betting the casinos are advertising. You can. You can yeah. bet, but it's but it's so much easier because you can now just download an app and yeah. bet. And so there's a big debate, and there was a debate for years, right? Of you know, should this be legal? Should it mm-hmm. be illegal? And similar to like the marijuana conversation that's going around nationally, is there was a certain point where someone said, "This is happening one way or the other, so let's regulate it so we mm-hmm. can make it safer." and tax it and mm-hmm. let's not kid ourselves they don't care about the safety aspect they just want they want the revenue yeah, right <laughs> you know they, they want the tax money and yeah. the incentive of everything to do it um but i think it's very different here you know it's not like australia where like you can literally bet on anything anytime anywhere mm-hmm. but it's different than in in europe even like going into like casinos in europe are more much more formal yeah. than than here in the states right and that's yeah, kind of yeah, your, yeah. your experience as well yeah, I mean, there's there's different types of casinos, but like uh, most casinos in in, in uh, actually yeah in Germany, like the classic casinos, they often like st- I'm not sure if they are state run, but they are very highly state regulated, highly state regulated. So um, and yet for even you know, here in Hamburg, and I only went to like two, two, two or three different casinos, but you have to wear like a, a like you know like a, you would say a sports coat, like a, a like in Germany you would say like a jacket. Um, uh, you know, a little bit nicer. You can't wear sneakers usually, or they gotta be like really nice, clean sneakers. Um, and otherwise, and you, you pay just... for drinks, right? Uh, yeah, most cases you pay for drinks. Yeah, sometimes they'll give you like yeah, because in Vegas the classic is if you if you're, if you're sitting at a, like a you know whatever like a blackjack table and you're betting some money, 
uh, yeah, you get free drinks usually all of the night, right? Yeah, you'll get free drinks. They're pretty good about it too. Of you know, you're sitting there and you're playing. Yeah, you know, and a waiter waitress comes by. You know, they'll they'll take your drink order. Not every state. Like Illinois, mm. you have to pay. You have to pay for your drinks. Um, so like it, 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 it does. It does vary. Yeah. <laughs> so random that you happen to know what happens in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're on the moon, if you're on the Moon River boat, you know, gin and tonic is three seventy five. I I don't know if I'd recommend it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in Germany, it's it's highly regulated. And I mean, gambling here, like sports gambling, is huge deal. As you said, like the advertisement. If you watch like a, a Bundesliga game, like the the advertisement in between the halftime, yeah, it's like it feels like half of the advertisements are like online gambling apps and and uh, different and that kind of stuff. So that's also like very very big here. And to, I don't know. To me, it's a little the sports. Like it's a very personal, subjective like opinion. To me, it sounds like I mean, it's just. A little sketchy also like because you know it's it's always or or quite often to me like this this the sports gambling is i don't know i don't want to say it's it's close to or let's say in quite a few cases people that turned out to be criminal were also involved in these like sports betting schemes and all that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. so that's i think that's pretty why it seems a little sketchy to me Yeah, there's some very famous stories here in the states of athletes. Um, it's all their side. I was betting mm -hmm. on myself, but you know, point fixing, which is you know intentionally not playing as well as you could to make sure the game is closer. Not necessarily throwing the game and losing the game, but if the mm -hmm. spread is 12, like in a basketball game, you know, making sure you win by 10 or, mm -hmm. or whatever. And there's there's cases of that, and people have been caught, arrested. And it's always it's always a little bit like ooh, and you're right. There's always like a, a mafia undertone. Uh, under, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, always yeah. some stuff where you're just like, oh, I don't know, I don't and know my, how I feel about it. Uh, might not be fair, fair, fair judging that, but uh, but yeah, sports betting is. And so you're saying in in, in many uh, more and more states they're legalizing the entire like gambling also. They are yes, and then even some of the stadiums are allowing. Uh, gambling in the stadiums, which I mean, if you think of the horse industry, that's the pill of going to a horse race, right? You can mm -hmm. bet on the ponies there. Um, but man, I oh, so that's like the only actual like sport that you're usually allowed to bet on legally, or yes, ah. unless you were in a designated region with like a sports book, you know, so mm -hmm. which Vegas would have. But, but now, now you can bet on you know anything, right? On any any you know pro or or collegiate game. And you can see like with our college, uh, especially football, I mean, football, American football is mm. a revenue sport on the universities. And so they now have, uh, I think it's, um, NIL, um, which passed this last year, which is name image and likeness. So athletes in college can make money off of their name, um, image or likeness. Right. So mm. where, where historically they couldn't, Mm -hmm. um, they got paid by your own scholarship, but yeah. realities like universities are making millions and millions was, of dollars yeah. and the players often weren't and, you know, they get hurt or they don't make the pros, whatever. So the laws have now changed, but you look, and maybe I'm a little jaded, but 
I think they've also changed because it's interesting that it's coincide with the fact that sports gambling is becoming legal mm. because what you don't want is a underfed, underpaid athlete yeah. being like, screw this. Like, I'm going to make sure this game goes this yeah. way because I'm going to fix get this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now they're, they're trying to you know work on compensation and there's other reasons why you should compensate yeah. the athletes. I mean, they need to be paid. That's yeah. That they shouldn't. Yeah. Be. I mean, we talked about that, like the issue is that like the universities are making millions of like dollars and, you know, TV rights and advertisement rights and the player themselves, they're some of them just get the scholarships being paid very, very low, even though, you know, they're like the, they're the ones who are actually doing all the work, I'd say, right? Yeah, right. I mean, they're putting everything on at risk, you know, injury and mm-hmm. now, especially with football, you know, like the long term. Yeah. yeah. So gambling, I don't know. It's it's becoming more legal here, um, which is nice because you don't have to have a random bookie <laughs> in your <laughs> cell phone. Don't you know, back then, that. that was so long ago, that might have even been a flip phone, you know. <laughs> 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 don't have to ride to random places with your date yeah. and like pick up or drop cash <laughs> somewhere outside. <Yeah. laughs> don't worry, I'll be right back. <laughs> We're going to have steak tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you know, one time actually when I was gambling legally in Vegas, I was sitting at a blackjack table and uh, I was sitting there playing and uh, and the guy next to me you know was drawing some attention some people uh-huh. were kind of looking at um you know no one was approaching him yet so i was like looking at him i'm terrible with famous people i have no idea like who's famous and who's not and uh the um the dealer she was like hey hey man you're sitting next to the bachelor um you know celebrate with him and i was like oh congrats congratulations man like congratulations you're on your bachelor trip mm-hmm. and the guy's like kind of was just like oh yeah thanks and like didn't like really say anything mm-hmm. and then you know I me mean, i was like are you by yourself like if you're, on, you're, you're the bachelor like where are your like, where are your friends and he was like no no um i'm i'm the the bachelor Oh, like, from the show like, or whatever. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't get it. Oh, I was like, I was like, yeah, no, that's been established. You're <laughs> you're on your bachelor trip. I'll get you. A, I'll get the next round. That's free. I'll give you a poker chip or something. But like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, no. Like, uh, I'm on ABC's The Bachelor. And like by the time I was like, oh, it clicked. By that time, um, like a, a young woman walked up to him, like asked for a picture, and then he just got swarmed. And so mm-hmm. he had to get up and get up and leave. And, uh, but, it, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it made me think um, when we we're talking about gambling, it made me think of that story because over the <laughs> pandemic. I love how, yeah, <laughs> completely. <laughs> like, this is the bash. I was like, oh, where's your friends? So you, <laughs> where's the party? <laughs> <laughs> well man it's the lamest bachelor party i've ever seen because we were in like old old town vegas like fremont oh, yeah. street yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like really you're at the uh, nugget by yourself <laughs> <laughs> all right well, i am too man but i'm not my bachelor party <laughs> I, um, yeah but so but it made me think because over the pandemic uh my wife and i 
really i finally caved man i just i finally caved i've never been one to watch reality tv and i just couldn't do politics news yeah. serial killer documentaries anymore you know i just i just <laughs> needed an escape and so my wife and i got really hooked on the amazing race which i will still say coming out of the pandemic one of the best like reality shows I've ever seen, um, which I've only seen like three different shows. So it's not a lot to go off of, but the amazing mm-hmm. races, it's like a team of Americans. Yeah. Two Americans. There's like 12, 14 uh, contestants and they have to go around the world to competing around the world to win a million dollars. And I, you know, great show. India always destroys everyone because they're just, <laughs> it's just so different. Um, but we binged that. Uh huh. We, we started watching bachelor bachelor at, and okay, I, I was bat- just going to try to start defend you. So the no, main race to me sounded like, okay, there's actually, there's like a purpose. You're going around the world. You're not just filming people doing like basically having weird social behavior. And then you said the bachelor. <laughs> I know. And it's true, man. There's no defending it, but then like you get, you get so sucked in. You're like, yeah, oh, that's, come that's- on, chase in. Or like, they all have like the same name. So it'd be like, what's up Serena P or Serena C or, you know, Serena mm. W or whatever. Um, and the shows are just garbage, but you watch them like for that escapism. And you get sucked in because you just need yeah, that yeah, yeah. 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah. Uh, but I was wondering, like, what is the reality TV link in Germany? Because I know that you have, I remember I've watched like the German who wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, it seemed stuffy and awkward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Course, <laughs> the questions yeah. also were a little more like harder than the American questions. Like the American questions are pretty basic and you're always like damn it like i need to figure out how to get on this show because shit i know all these answers like what the hell um but yeah what's what's the reality tv like Uh, i what i guess the it started with big brother uh and i still remember like in i don't know what year it was but like it feels like 20 years ago almost that's i mean the first like big known reality show was big brother um you, you was it an American Big Brother that was syndicated over there, or was it a German think, version of Big Brother? Or did Big yeah, Brother start in Germany and it come I, here? I don't even know. I think Big Brother is like a it's like a Dutch production. It's I think it's Endemol. I'm not 100 percent sure, um, but oh, I think that, was, that makes way more sense because of like the concept of the show, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's, uh, creepy or what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Dutch. <laughs> The Dutch. <laughs> yeah, it makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, uh, uh, oh, I just love the uh, the joke about the Dutch on Ted Lasso. I won't, I won't give that away. Um, but no, yeah, it started off with Big Brother. And um, I mean, yeah, there's been a bunch of shows. And we do watch, well, yeah, and, and some of the American shows are also being um, like, I mean, it wasn't there like the show with like, what was her name? Paris Hilton and her. Nicole other- Richie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was being shown here on TV. I mean, it's it's kind of reality TV, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's probably more of a production, but I mean, let's be honest, neither one of them were fam- I mean, famous people. They were just like famous 
families, you know, so they yeah, were doing yeah. like a reality And they show. always like were like, like normal families, right? Where people behave mm-hmm. funny. Um, uh, I, as you can tell, I'm not really an expert on like reality TV and Tim <laughs> Ernia. We, um, because I, I, I really don't enjoy watching them. Right now we have a show called <laughs> Sommerhaus der Stars. So like Summer House of the Stars. And the thing is, like the people that you see in there are like, they are not even C celebrities anymore. They're like way. And the thing is, like, I, I don't watch like the private channels in Germany anymore. I don't watch them. We can receive them. I would, like we, I could watch them. I kind of hit it on the list. So my wife doesn't watch them. She doesn't watch them. <laughs> she does. She thinks we don't have them. I hope she doesn't listen to this because I kind of hit him on the list. <laughs> we have him. Dang it. But so I can't really tell you too much about it. But The Amazing Race to me sounds almost like a documentary kind of style, like where you, of course, you know, you're, you're, but you know, you're, you're having a specific purpose and that I like much more than just, you know, throwing people onto an island or whatever they do or like having weird challenges like jungle camp or whatever. I mean, they, I don't know if you've heard of that. Have you heard of that? The jungle camp? No, is that like Survivor? Because I love like if like my dad will see a commercial for Survivor and he'll be like, it's nothing like jungle training in Vietnam. Like it's not the same. It's not meant to be the same. Fortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that that's one big show, the uh, jungle camp, it's called. And that's where they send and I think there's also like it's like the 10th or 11th year or something right now, um, they send 10 celebrities, usually B2C celebrities. Uh, so you might know like a couple of them you usually know, and then like six or seven you don't know. And they send them off to Australia, actually in the jungle. And then they like live outside, uh, in, like a weird, you know, jungle kind of thing. And then they each day they have to do certain challenges. And the challenges are usually about like eating, I don't know, like bird's testicles or like going into a cage with like sna- it's insane dude really I mean- uh see i don't mind like amazing race like you have like phys- you have um physical challenges yeah. and then you have mental challenges but sometimes they have like eat this food until like you're sick i just i'm not down with that like i no. i don't mind trying new food but like the the idea of like eating something until someone's physically ill like it's just like come on that's that's yeah. I don't know. It's not for me. Yeah, and then it's like, and then so they have to do these certain like you know like challenges, and some of the, they're physical, and so they or they have to get in a cage with like snakes and like all kinds of creepy animals. And to me, that's like that kind of thing is where they really try to trigger like social misbehavior. Um, because you know, then the people come back. They didn't do the challenges, and then the fucking like BC celebrities don't get their cigarettes, and then they get really angry and like they flip out. And it's like, really, are we watching this? <laughs> are we having fun? I mean, I can see you know sometimes it is kind of a relief, but at the same time, it really like it plays to like like I think like bad social um, tensions. Um, so yeah, and tendencies. Yeah, it's I totally agree, man. Look, I watching the the bachelor bachelorette in this past like year and a half like after you see like a season you're mm. like, oh, okay but once you go into that second season and that yeah. third season mm-hmm. you, you realize how sc- scripted it is or controlled it is by like, mm-hmm. the producers um yeah and like he, the storylines start yeah, like, playing yeah, yeah. out the same and everything but uh, yeah. the thing is like i mean if 
granted, if if in all these cases, like people would behave like respectful and proper, like you know, this you know, I, I probably would be more open to watch it. But you know, it's so often like staged, and and also in Germany they have so many like reality TV shows where they show like people who have like social issues you know like poor people and like living you know then they follow them and they show how terrible they nurture themselves and you know and it's kind of like it triggers like the the, the tendencies of people to look down or being able to look down on people mm-hmm. which is, is a natural tendency that you know people have to feel but i don't know I, don't, I just don't think it should be triggered and it's always at the cost of you know the people who are being who are being shown and this especially I know. yeah oh and, man and and th- this kind of like shows you have like a couple like German TV channels, uh, like RTL 2, for instance, where that's all they are doing. They are they are just trying to pound that. And actually, here's a really fun story. There's a German, yeah, he's he's kind of a comedian, Jan Böhmermann. Well, every German will know who I'm talking about. And he is has done some really interesting, like almost media. He makes a lot of counting, a lot of counting jokes. They're really really funny. <laughs> they're kind of dry <laughs> uh, he, he's actually he, he makes a really interesting like media plot kind of things almost where um well it's gonna take too long but anyway the one thing that they did with the show he has a show like in, in the second drum television channel they well there was a different show uh i forget what it was called but basically they would go to poor people and uh, film them through their daily lives and just kind of like you know as I described, kind of make fun of them, look down on them. And it was just it's, it's like miserable. And what they did is they actually, they hired two actors to imitate like a poor father and a son. And so they set up like an apartment um, and, you know, hired two actors who uh, pretended to be like crazy, almost people living, you know, like drinking alcohol, being like alcoholics, living in like this apartment that's completely messy. And then they applied for the show. And they got it. And so what Did happened? They, so it, they were they were scam. They, the producers didn't know that they were actors. They didn't know. They thought they oh, were wow. real okay. people. They were. They okay. thought they were like shooting real people, and of course, they didn't. And so what happened is, you know, the production team for the for the shit show, they came in, recorded everything, and and then of course they had their secret camera set up, like young woman and their team, so they re- could record everything and how fucking rehearsed everything is and how staged and how they asked them to behave in certain ways and you know like purposely behave antisocial and completely so you know and it was completely staged um, and they filmed that basically and so after the actual like shit show uh, um, broadcasted you know the, their their episode about the father and the son living together and ha ha ha. Just after that, they were like, hey, guys, those are all people. And they have, like, the camera where they take off their the wigs and, like, the makeup. And they – I mean, it, amazing, like, media stunt. Um, and that gives you a really good uh, insight onto how uh, terribly staged these shows are. Oh, I believe it. 100% believe it. There is – I mean, there's always stuff leaked about these shows. And, you know, I – some of them are really bad, especially when you get into what you're discussing, like the I think it's TLC or Bravo mm-hmm. here in the States or two channels that just exploit people. Mm-hmm. They just exploit people who should never sign up to be yeah, on these shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Honey Boo Boo is a classic example of this poor child in this terrible condition. Um, you know, and they filmed her life because she was a beauty pageant. 
mm-hmm. child beauty pageant and that whole world is is messed up and and you know and there's other ones that are just as sad right or like they're like highly people. emotional yeah yeah like and they don't know like they have you know because the the people that are being exploited have no idea like what the money they should be asking for they don't have agents mm-hmm. and understand rights and so they'll be like hey here's 20 grand and you're like oh my god 20 grand i just mm-hmm. live my life and you film me for a few weeks cool i'll take it they don't even realize like how they're going to be exploited and everything yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah there's there's some nastiness to yeah and, and reality is, tv exactly and there's i mean i'm not gonna you know not all the shows are terrible there's so many shows that are really fun and interesting that are also like smart but there's these these you know a couple of them that are just really nasty that kind of keep me away from the entire genre a little bit yeah oh, that's fair but now with that said who's your favorite bachelor <laughs> <laughs> i only i only followed the second and like first and second season but that must have been like 15 years ago in germany i guess i don't know which <laughs> season they're at but like I, I used to watch like the show when i was like yeah i guess 15 16 or something yeah Last ten years, not even watched an episode. Well, because we don't have the private channels. Yeah, you can't. You can't get them. Yeah, there's no way she's listening this deep in the show. You're good. <laughs> well, is anyone listening? <laughs> Alex, I think that does it for today. So, thank you everyone for listening to us. We're hoping that wherever you are in the world, you're having a beautiful day. And until next time. Yep. Next time we'll talk about in November. I think we'll be talking about Christmas coming up already, right? Cool. It's that time of year. <laughs> I like Y'all take it easy. The cool. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Y'all take it easy. <laughs>